Welcome to the EQ Fit Podcast, where we talk all things performance, health, and fitness for the equestrian athlete. We hope you enjoy the show, and if you want more, follow us on social media at Proactivity EQ Fit. All right, welcome back everyone to the EQ Fit Podcast. I am super excited about today's episode because we have um, four rock star guests joining me and Lindsay um, to talk about a topic that I think is really interesting in our sport. Um, It is riding at the collegiate level, particularly um, in the NCEA for this episode. Maybe we'll we'll dive down other rabbit holes later, but um, we are talking with four athletes Um, really, I guess six athletes, if we include all of us, but four athletes today that we're interviewing that are going to share a little bit about their experience riding in college, um, what they did to prepare for that, what was the recruiting process like, um, their college experience, any advice that they have for people wanting to pursue this in the future, and then a little bit about their transition um, out of college into the next phase of their career, um, whether that was as a professional or an amateur, and how their college experience maybe impacted that. So um, with us today, we have a pretty rock star lineup. We can't do bios on everyone because it would take probably 30 minutes. Um, This is a a really accomplished group. But with us today, um, we have representation from both the hunt seat side. We've got Sammy Krause um, from the University of South Carolina. We've got Catherine Schmidt-Butler, also from the University of South Carolina. From the Western side, we've got Carrie Noachek from Texas A&M and Jonna Letchworth-Clark joining us from the University of South Carolina. So all alumni of programs. Um, and with that, we are going to uh, get right into it. So first question that um, I am really curious about, because I think this is a little bit different for everyone. So I want to kind of rewind back to high school, if we can all sort of remember that far. And I want you to think about what um, preparations were like for you in preparing to ride for college. Like, when did you decide um, was that decision sort of something that was hard for you to make the decision of what, whether you wanted to ride in college or not? Um, and once you decided that you wanted to pursue that, what types of things did you do? What was the recruiting process like? What were the steps that you took to prepare both to get recruited, but also um, to get you ready once you had kind of decided and committed to a school? So Carrie, we will start with you. Okay. Um, so I actually didn't even know that riding in college was a thing until probably my sophomore year in high school. And as soon as I found out, I, that's all I wanted to do. That was my goal in all of my life. I I had played softball also and kind of thought maybe I'd play softball in college. Um, I know laugh it up. (laughs) I didn't say anything, (laughs) but I, as soon as I knew that I could ride in college, that's what I wanted to do. So the recruiting process was a little different. I think probably for all of us, we are a little older alumni. And so it was such a new sport that we really, we had to do the videos, you know, do all the things of sending the coach. I think I sent my coach, all the coaches DVDs, you know, emailing them, doing all the stuff. And then I, what I did was I told my horse trainer, this is what I want to do. He kind of thought I was crazy. And I rode every horse in the barn as often as I could. I did whatever I could to ride as many different horses and talk to as many coaches as I could. Um, from there, I guess it was, I guess our sophomore going into junior years when we could start talking to coaches and just getting yourself out there, going to as many horse shows as I could and trying to get in front of as many people as possible. Then we got to go on all of the fun visits when we're invited for our official visits or unofficial visits. I know that's something you can do too. And that was probably the most fun part of the recruiting was getting to go see all the different schools and how all the different programs were. And I think that was the end of the question. I have no idea. (laughs) Perfect, yeah. (laughs) Anything that you did in particular, once you were like, once you were recruited, once you signed, like leading up to, um, between that and when you actually started, um, yeah. in the fall. I guess I didn't, I didn't do any camps, which I, I would tell any girl to go do any camps. Cause I think that's a cool thing that all these schools are doing now. But, um, I, like I said, I, I just rode as 
many horses as I could with different trainers that, you know, I was kind of just trying to build my toolbox of knowing what I need to do, getting on different horses. And because it's so different from what we do now in, in our horse show world and getting to show for yourself on your personal horse that, you know, it just getting to learn different horses. And, and that's basically what we did. Awesome. What about you, Catherine? How was your experience similar, different in kind of leading up to that? So similarly to Carrie, um, I didn't know much about collegiate equestrian and didn't really have an interest in it until I was a junior in high school. Um, I thought I was going to go to a small university. I was <laughs> really introverted in high school and all I cared about was horses and riding. And I didn't think that it was something that I could do in school. So I was just going to go to a small school and ride outside of school. So um, my summer between sophomore and junior year, I got reached out to by a couple of um, coaches to recruit me, um, specifically from Auburn and from South Carolina. And um, I, I am very fortunate because I grew up riding in programs where I rode a lot of different horses. Um, I was recruited after junior hunter finals uh, when I had a uh, catch ride on a horse I'd never ridden before and did well. Um, and the coach at South Carolina at the time um, reached out to me after that. And I came up, excuse me, came on a visit to South Carolina and I loved it immediately. I didn't like my visit to Auburn. <laughs> if I'm speaking honestly, you know, you don't really know until you go see the schools um, what, what you're going to like and where you're going to fit in. <laughs> So um, I loved South Carolina um, and the moment I, I was there and I learned about the program and visited the farm, I was sold. Um, so, I mean, looking back on it, um, it were, I was lucky it worked out so well for me and, I, and I'm so fortunate that I rode with Darren Graziano and rode a heritage farm where I was riding different horses every day and that was the perfect setup for riding um, you know, in collegiate equestrian. But looking back on it, um, you know, maybe I would have researched a little bit more because I just looked at the two schools and I'm very happy with where I ended up. But but if I were to suggest to some young equestrian today, like look at all the schools, look at all the, the majors that they offer, um, see where you think you're going to fit in the most and um, and then start sending your videos because I do think that that some people still do that. Um, YouTube videos instead of DVDs. <laughs> um, but uh, I have some students now that um, ride D1. So it's kind of come full circle. And that's something I'm really proud of. Um, but, but as far as my personal experience, I didn't know much about it. And um, I'm so thankful that I was recruited. And um, it's something that I pursued, uh, because it was I think back about my college experience and it was literally the experience of a lifetime. <laughs> like I would go back and do it all over again if I could. <laughs> Same, I don't think I, uh, I think I could go back through again and still absorb yeah. plenty more fun, so. Yeah. <laughs> Sammy Kay, what about you? I would say I'm kind of similar to Catherine and that I grew up riding or getting the opportunity to ride a bunch of different horses. Um, I grew up riding with Beacon Hill, so they're always kind enough to just throw me rides, throw me rides. And I, I think I've always known that I wanted to, not always known, but maybe halfway through high school, I kind of figured out that I'd like to keep riding through college in some capacity. And at that point, again, riding wasn't such a big deal in university, but it started to be. So the more research I did, it kind of made sense for me to try and take that path. Um, different than, I think different than everybody else. Instead of going directly from high school to college, I did end up taking a gap year. Um, I wanted to go into the industry and kind of be a working student and explore the industry a little further before I went to college, like committing myself to going to college there, you know, I, I wanted to eventually go, but I wanted to take an extra second for myself to keep riding different horses at a different level and see how, um, different people in the industry operated. But 
in my junior and senior year, I was still poking around, looking at schools and talking to different teams. And then I ended up going to visit South Carolina and like Catherine, I just fell in love the first time I stepped foot on campus. So for me, that was it. That was when I made my decision that, okay, after I go do this thing for myself, I'm going to come here and be a part of this team. And that's just kind of how it played out for me. And I think I also sent a few DVDs myself when I was sending videos. So. <laughs> we need nice to bring back the DVDs. I feel yeah. like this is, a, you know, it should be a tradition. I wish I could see yeah. in them now. Like, what did, <laughs> what did I look like? like what was I doing in these videos? <laughs> Thought they looked so legit. Remember when there was a thing where you'd get like a sticker to go on this DVD yeah. of like your picture oh. or whatever? Yeah. My parents yeah. went through the whole deal. Like we had somebody do the video for us. Like it was a DVD with my face on it. Like the whole deal. <laughs> Full scale. <laughs> All right, Jonna, what about you? Um, I mean, journey. pretty similar to everyone's. I would say I'm super lucky to have written and I mean, I lived at the farm with Gino. So rode every day. The ability to ride multiple horses was super, you know, helped a lot. I don't really think I knew about it. Um, I'd say Caroline Gunn. Um, I think she mentioned it to me at one point, probably around freshman, sophomore year of high school, I would say, um, kind of what she was going to do. And I looked up to her. So I think that's kind of when I started to pay attention, I would say. Um, I went to Texas A&M on a visit because I was pretty certain that's where I was going uh, until I went. I absolutely loved Beth. I think, you know, uh, Schmitty kind of said how she liked the coach and everything. And I, that was a huge part of it. But for me, the campus was overwhelming. Um, I didn't, fit in there. I went to OSU. Nice people. Not for me. Um, and then South Carolina. Um, I fell in love with the campus. I fell in love with Ruth. Um, and I think that that's a huge part of it too. Don't forget you're going there for four years of maybe more of school, not just for the team, you know, keep in mind the bigger picture of things um, for sure. But um, it was crucial to me to have somebody that would allow me to grow as a person and I felt Ruth was the person for me to do that quick shout out uh, to Ruth because she's awesome <laughs> agreed <laughs> pretty great so um so I like I I feel like you know people ask me and like Schmitty said you know she said maybe now I would have looked at different places but I would never change a single thing that I, I did or happened or where I went or how it went I I do suggest that people go and look at schools and just because someone you like is going there doesn't mean it's probably the place for you I mean pretty certain Carrie was coming with me to South Carolina and she abandoned ship and it was fine it worked out perfectly that way but don't just go somewhere because so-and-so is going there or they're winning a lot because let me tell you the tides they change really fast um so I just I think it's important for people to kind of decide what's important to them and go from there because I don't you know obviously I like I love the team and I love to win so don't get me wrong but make sure you're looking for the bigger picture of all of it that's awesome yeah I think some pretty common themes there of like get to know, go like go visit, go see places, go meet people and go where feel like feels like the best total fit for you. Not not just um, kind of pigeon yeah. your pigeonholing yourself because you yeah. could end up unhappy. I mean, realistically speaking, majority, unless you're from Texas, majority of people are moving very far from home. So when you take that jump feel pretty good about it because mm -hmm. it's it's eye-opening no matter who you are or where you go totally totally um and I remember like our first I don't know if you guys had this experience because we were all in different grades but I remember our first day sitting down like the NCAA or whoever compliance people go they say like at some point college athletic ends and like you have to have a life beyond college so I think like taking that into consideration too like 
getting whatever kind of education you want to have is important and like finding that right fit with keeping it in mind that like collegiate athletics does you know for what I think they say like 95% of college athletes like don't become professionals um which is a little bit of a different yeah for our sports like very different so um okay cool so while we're on the topic of high school, um, I'm going to start with Carrie again, only because I have some insider information about like lettering and track and softball in high school. Um, so I would love to know, I'm not sure if any, I'm pretty sure John, I didn't play sports in high school, but I would love to know <laughs> if anybody else played sports. I, I was in the musical, so <laughs> I'm not, I, can't, I don't like hold a candle to anything, but um so Carrie, I know you played other sports in high school and this is for everybody too. Uh, we want to know like how you felt um, like on your softball team or on the track team versus um, like on your equestrian team. Did one make you feel more like an athlete versus the other um, and kind of like why, you know, you kind of had those feelings of athleticism or, or maybe you did it in some ways. So tell us about your high school athletic career. Thank you. For sure. So yes, I did play other sports in high school. Um, that I was very just an active child. Um, normal. I'm doing air quotes here because nobody can see me. Uh, normal sports, I guess. You know, everybody looked at what I was doing riding wise, definitely they did not consider it a sport. You know, you all, I'm sure every single person on this right now has heard that, well, doesn't the horse do all the work, you know, Mm -hmm. like that whole spiel that everybody gives you. And so, yes, like I, it was hard in high school trying to compare my sports of, even though riding and equestrian was my number one, no other coach, no, nobody else understood why. And, um, I I guess the feeling is because it is, it's not a sport that is offered in high school. Most high schools, I know now they kind of had, have some other, I forget what it's called. Not IEA. IEA. Yeah. So some schools offer that, but I think because it is not offered as like a normal quote, uh, sport that it does get looked down upon of, is it really a sport kind of thing? So it was difficult in that aspect, but I think I trained just as hard, if not harder riding and getting ready for college than any other sport. So the, the stigma behind riding is definitely, it's not a sport. It's not a real sport. Mm -hmm. Anyone else have thoughts on that or experiences with that? All the, all the haters saying it's not a sport, just as a group collectively, let's ask what our scholarships were. (laughs) (laughs) I I do think it changed a little bit going into college. I know you're at, you were only asking about high school, but I think it did change a little bit going into high school, into college. Once we were around the athletes and we were doing the same workouts, doing just as much work as they were, you know, going to practice and stuff. It did change a little bit. I think still there were those few that didn't consider us necessarily a sport, but I don't know. I think it just needs more activity. I think it's anybody else um, talking about how much effort you put into it, because there was a period of time where I attempted to be on the cross country team. I think mostly because my mom maybe wanted me to diversify my activities a little bit. I was like, fine, I'll do it for three seconds. But I couldn't, like, I, I enjoyed doing it, but I could not commit myself enough to the cross country to make it, I don't want to say worth my time, but I was so far into the horses and so dedicated to the horses that it, I felt more like I was doing the horses as a sport than I was the cross country because I was. And I think we dedicate so much of our time and thoughts and we have goals for the horses and goals for our sport that it doesn't matter how much you're sweating or not sweating you're still doing something physical and you're working towards your own goals at the end of the year mm-hmm. for sure 100%. 100% all right well speaking of college experience we'll kind of fast forward out of the golden high school years um so 
I guess more broadly, um, I'd love to know what each of your, you spoke to this a little bit already, but kind of what your experience was like riding for an equestrian team. And that can be as um, broad or as narrow as you want. I may, I may go into some more narrow questions as we get there, but really just kind of overall the experience, both from a um, student athlete standpoint, but also specifically the, the riding in college component. Perry, we'll start with you. So I've played team sports basically since I was eight. I don't know. I don't know. And so I love team sports and that was kind of something different than what we get in our normal horse show world of it's not necessarily, we're not riding for anyone else except ourselves. Maybe, you know, our trainers and our parents, and we want to like make them look good as well. But that was my favorite part of riding in college was like, just getting to ride for my team, my, everybody else, you know, the, the team camaraderie of I'm excited to watch that person win and this person win and see, you know, how we progress as a team. Uh, like I said, going into college and like my freshman year, I think being in the athletic areas and dorms and study halls and stuff, we were kind of looked at like, the horse girls, but I think the longer we were there and the more we got to know our other athletes that they real they did realize, okay, these girls are athletes. They work their asses off. They, oh, sorry. They work their butts off. <laughs> they, <laughs> they work out just as hard as we do. Mostly they have as many practices as we do. You know, they're up at 6am doing just the same. So that was, that was the cool part is kind of seeing the transition of all of our athlete friends learning about our sport and realizing, okay, and wanting to be supportive of us just as we were supportive of them. But I, I can't speak enough of how much I loved being on a team. It was so great. It's awesome. Catherine, what about you? So, um, I've already said how much I love my college experience. Um, I was never on a team until I was, at South Carolina and uh, what's up horse girls for life yeah that's right <laughs> um so I I thought the, the the being on the team was enriching for so many reasons um for one it's a full-time job right you're not just going to college and socializing and like going to the bars every night <laughs> maybe you are and if you can do that and be a d1 athlete I give you a lot of credit because <laughs> I could never do that but um you know, between traveling like a ton of weekends, um, keeping up with your classes, um, practicing, uh, weight room, yoga, everything that you have to be responsible for. And you have to do it all well, because you have to maintain your GPA. You have to keep showing the coaches that you can stay in the lineup, um, keep performing well, um, taking care of the horses, because a lot of English barns are full service and kids show up and their horses tacked up and they hop on and they hop off and they leave. And obviously you need to know your horse care. You need to be able to take care of them because they're athletes also. And if we don't have horses to ride, then we don't have a team. <laughs> so I could, you know, go down a whole list of, of things that, that I learned from school that made me a better equestrian um, that have carried on into my professional career. But being on the team itself, you know, it was instant friends. Um, you, you walk into your dorm room for the first time and there's three other girls there that you immediately connect with because you have shared interests and values. And um, growing up in the horse world is, is unlike any other <laughs> uh, environment. So you definitely, bond with those girls right away from your shared experiences so like I said coming from high school focusing solely on the horses and being very introverted um going to a team environment where the girls there bring you out of your shell and and you become you're surrounded by great people and sure maybe there's a couple girls on the team that you don't get along with but that's part of the experience too that's part of that's part of growing up and being in college is learning how to um, form relationships with all sorts of different people so it's not just the riding and and um, competing and you know 
things of that nature that that you benefit from it's it's everything as a whole and I didn't realize that going into it I thought I was just going to show up and ride <laughs> which I did do but there's so much more um that that comes along with it and I'm so thankful for all those experiences because it served me tenfold as as an adult so I'm thankful for all of that awesome Sammy Kay yeah, I think I had no idea really what I was getting into when I signed up to be a part of the team, uh, because going along the same lines of what everyone has said so far, you take the sport that you're focusing on yourself and your partnership with your horse for so long, and now you're thrown into this uh, situation where, yes, you do have to focus on yourself, but for other people, it becomes an extra layer of pressure, I think, on on your performance and you know you, you no longer just want to do well for yourself but you want to do well because everyone else on that team is counting on you to do well and to do your job every day and that's not just in the ring of course you want to perform well in the ring but it's everything leading up to that it's the practice the time you put into the practice it's the studying to make sure your your homework's done on time so that you can focus on the practice it's making sure you're at workouts on time to be with your teammates and if you're not you're letting them down there and it's it's like layer after layer of okay I have to do this for an entire group of people and it's not all about me anymore so it's it it makes you become a little bit more disciplined in in everything that you're doing and on top of that you try to hold a social life and be a little bit normal because Schmidty's right it is a full-time job but you have to make time for yourself as well and it's I mean it's the best experience that I ever could have hoped for but it teaches you a lot a lot a lot of life lessons and how to work with the people around you and it's again it's not just the riding it's you know you've got all these tutors who are helping you achieve all of your goals and um, your advisors and your professors and your friends and you're getting to lean on other people when you need help and it's just a, it's a really cool experience. And I've carried a lot of those things, not just the riding into professional career after the fact, um, because it doesn't end with collegiate equestrian, you know, you go on and you do other things. And again, it's not all about you riding. If you go to ride professionally or, you know, whatever it is you do in life, it, it ends up being some sort of a team effort uh, with your career. So I, I have nothing but good things to say about life as an equestrian team athlete. That's great. I want to circle back to that pressure thing in a minute, but um, Jonna, you go, you go ahead. I mean, next question. What else is there to say? <laughs> uh, the, only thing I would, the only thing I would point out is what Schmitty said. And I think, you know, I have, was never on a team, but in the same sense, I mean, I'm a trainer's daughter, so I can understand the importance of hyping up people. You know, I've always had a team behind me as far as my trainers, my family goes, but it is different when you get to school. I mean, let's not, let's be real here. You are competing for a spot on the team. Um, you've got to be at your best because if you're not, then the person who's been trying super hard is coming for you. But I think I want to just point out what you said about, you know, a lot of people have things given to them. Um, trying to say this as correctly as possible. Um, you know, just everyone's experience growing up in the horses and showing is a little different. And the team really makes you like, you have to be accountable. You have to learn, you have to grow, you have to listen. I mean, you have to learn how to be some kind of leader in any way, no matter what it is. And I think it's, I think it's great. I, I think everyone should do it and, you know, feel what it's like to be on a team. And if, if this is the only way to do it, as far as equestrian goes, you should definitely do it. But I don't really think there's any more to say than what they all said, because I think it's all true. I think to John's point of also that, we're all on this team probably everybody on the team is one of the top athletes nationally in the world, you know? So she's right. Like competing with 
you're competing with your teammates to have that starting spot and everybody on the team is pretty damn good, you know? Yeah. So it's not, it's not just given to you of, Oh, well, I was number one in the nation last year and I'm going to come on and I'm going to start no big deal. Yeah. You know, trust me, trust me, the hard reality, sometimes it sets in for certain people, they show up and it's not at all what they thought it was going to be exactly. or what their horse back home was like. So, you know, it's, it's not fun. It's, it's hard to watch, but it happens and it happens a lot. And I think, you know, it's good for everyone to get knocked off their high horse every once in a while. It won't hurt anybody, but you have to, you still have to put in the time and the effort and try to grow as a person, whether it be riding or not, just as a friend or as a teammate. So. Yeah. And I think you have to go in knowing that that's a possibility that you could be very skilled and like, you may not get to start, you know, you may not walk in the door and start, you may not, get a tremendous opportunity to ride and you have to I think come to terms as an athlete of like yes I can be disappointed if I didn't get that spot to compete but I'm on a team and just like you know the person sitting on the bench at the Super Bowl team like they still want a Super Bowl because they're you know they're um what they invested in practice and being a part of that team and the team dynamic and the support that they gave and, and their skill set, their knowledge, like that was still integral in that win. Um, I think the same could be true. When I look back at uh, our team, some of the most valuable people, I feel like oh. were people that, that didn't show. I got goosebumps because we wouldn't have, you know, no. she was a huge without, and, and without her Sam and yeah, yeah. no, for, no way, no how Kayla, all of them. And, you know, you say that, and I always tell people we were so fortunate the time that I was at school. I feel like the English side was similar when we were all there together, but we had people on the team that put in just as much effort, just as much time. They didn't make the roster, but boy, were they there to support you and like make you better and push you. And those are the people in life you're looking for all the time past college those are the friends and the people that you need so wasn't always just about getting to show it was the bigger picture of it too and that's kind of some something that's a little bit hard about about the team life because the starters the all-americans the girls winning the mvps those are the ones that are like the poster child right like pictures all over the place and <clears throat> it's the Allie Craybills, the Elizabeth DeGolians, the Rachel Rodders, they're, they're there <laughs> behind the scenes, cleaning the horses, uh, giving you a pep talk right before you go in the ring, giving you a bottle of water. <laughs> and, and they're such great team players. Um, and, and every team needs that. The strongest teams have the strongest supporters. And, and if you're somebody who is a team player through and through and is okay, you know, dusting boots off and I mean that's what you have to be going into being on a division one team you have to be ready even if you're very good the best in the country you have to be humble enough to say okay if I'm not in the lineup I'm going to be immature about it I'm going to help any way I can and I'm going to support my team so you know you need to know that going into into this as well because it's not a given that that anybody can ride it and we need those people behind the scenes that that are the supporters and all of that. So that is, it is a little bit tough in that respect, but it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. I, I wanted to circle back to something Sammy K said, cause I think this definitely hit me um, was the, the different level of pressure riding for a team. I think that hits a lot of people when they get in this environment. Um, and I think that we were super fortunate to have an amazing sports psychologist that's something I think is underutilized in our sport across the board. Like no other sport at the highest level is sports psychology, not a foundational piece of your training. Um, and yet I think in our sport, it's really just, you know, barely catching on or, or at least in um, sort of our world, I think the English world is, is actually leaps and bounds maybe ahead. But I think that was something that, you know, our sports psychologists, like I think without her, there was no way I could have overcome that pressure because I too I had never you know been a part of a team sport um so learning to feel the 
to to perform through pressure, I think is huge. Um, okay, so shifting gears a little bit, let's talk about um, what resources that you found to be most helpful that were offered to you um, as a collegiate equestrian and what things were maybe left to be desired. So what did you feel like we had access to that was like, yeah, that really made a difference in my performance. Um, and what did you feel like maybe was, was left a little bit to be desired? Carrie, we'll start with you. Study hall? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> really needed that. But, <laughs> um, you know, gosh, I don't know. We had so many resources being collegiate athletes. I, b from, you know, meals to getting to go to the trainer whenever. Um, I don't, I, I don't know if I can think of anything that we, I wish we had had. Um, I think it, being at Texas A&M, at least we, we had a ton of resources and we utilized those a ton for sure. Um, we worked out, you know, we had different workouts, not just our normal workouts. We did yoga. I know some, somebody mentioned yoga. You guys did yoga. Not that it was my favorite thing to do, but <laughs> I did it. And we did all kinds of different workouts. I thought was great. You know, being a collegiate athlete, they were trying to figure out what we needed as equestrian athletes. Um, but I can't really think of any resources that we didn't have. I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's good. Comprehensive. We love it. Schmitty. Um, Something that you just touched on, Ellie, that um, I thought was fabulous was the sports psychologists. Um, that was something that I had never had access to before, and it totally changed my mental approach. Um, and so, and, and that's something I recommend to my students now if they're struggling, and it's something that I can't help. I'm not a psychologist. <laughs> I can help them with their writing, but I can't help them with their mental game. So that's something that I think has, was huge for me. Um, I'm a little with Carrie. I, I, I can't think of anything that, that we didn't, you know, sometimes speaking very honestly, um, it was a little intense. If, if I'm thinking of, of times where I was a little like, okay, this is a bit much like we practiced one morning before we went to, I think it was off to Texas. It was six degrees outside. <laughs> The horses had, had frozen, you know, whiskers. whiskers. Yeah. Um, so sometimes I was like, okay, I know my flat pattern. I know my teammates know the flat pattern. I don't think we need to be riding in the six degree weather, but, but at the same time, we, we won nationals, right? So if, if that's what it took, if that's what the coaches needed from us, that's what we did and we won. So, um, I guess I can't really complain about that, but sometimes it was, we were exhausted, you know, it's exhausting. So sometimes you're at the end of your rope and that's just how it is, but we had all the resources we could need. I, I think. Tammy Kay. Yeah. I think they gave us every opportunity to, you know, either talk to people or if you needed a tutor, you had a tutor, you had a nutritionist, you had strength coaches, I mean, you had literally everything kind of at your fingertips if you needed it. I think one of our greatest resources, honestly, was my teammates. Um, like if we're practicing and we'd always be turning around, giving each other little tidbits and saying, hey, try this instead, or it looked this way, maybe try this angle or whatever it was. Everyone was kind of helping each other all of the time, at least in the ring or and then outside of practice, I don't know. I really, I found tutors to be helpful. I found definitely the sports psychologist. You, you just have everything at your disposal to make sure that you're successful in every single way possible. And again, I, I don't, I don't know that there was anything really that we were missing. I mean, you could go and get a sports massage. You could go you could do anything you wanted to, and they would try their best to make it happen so that you're treated like an actual athlete because you perform like an athlete. So I, I don't know. They did a fantastic job, I thought. Awesome. Jonna, anything to add? 
Um, not, not really. I mean, I guess I feel like the one thing, the whole time we were there, um, my class, I guess, I felt like we switched around um, trainers, athletic trainers, a ton, and none of them really ever, maybe by the end, they kind of tried to understand or care. But I don't feel like workouts for, um, and now I don't work out. So let's Let's just put that out there. But I was at every workout on time participating. But I do wish that maybe, you know, if you're going to work for a college, you're going to be a professional athletic trainer, maybe do a little research into what we do and what we need. Because um, I, I do think it was a little hard. Um, I mean, I'm kind of I'm kind of picking on school because we felt pretty tossed around when I was there and we needed someone more like Allie and someone less like uh, the baseball coach, but that's just me. I mean, I, and like I said, I, there's no work now going on. I ride every day, but I do feel like it helped me in certain ways and things like yoga, Carrie hated it and that's cool, but I loved it. I, I felt better and I felt more like I felt, felt good after stretching. That's what I like to do. That's the max limit of my working out ever. And I just feel like it would have been nice to have someone be a little more understanding of what we did. I think, I guess if I'm really going to be honest as far as that goes, but the I rest missed, of the resources were phenomenal. I missed the like swimming portion of South Carolina equestrian workouts, but I, I mean, I feel I'm not like we never swam. <laughs> it was short-lived for us whole water in the morning but I I do feel like that was more of the path we needed to go less of like uh the weight bulking up like I, getting yeah. muscular yeah no I mean, PR our deadlift the nutritionist not. yeah the nutritionist told us not to drink the shakes of the doty but yet we're like lifting weights so I mean I just feel like in our sport I wish trainers considered it more of a sport and we're a little more understanding when everyone's going no 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 we're not doing that no like not happening I want to go back to the swimming I, we're all doing like synchronized swimming what kind of swimming we doing 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 belly flopping around cow. Let's be so it's not our prime moment no and no one no I would have died and none of us had like appropriate athletic swimwear so we, no, just we were in sports bras <laughs> Yeah, coming in their spring bake teeny. There were there were some goggles too. Let's be real. So, <laughs> I, have, uh, I think one thing to add that maybe we could have used for um, not even ourselves, but thinking about the horses as athletes. You know, we take such good care of, or we tried to take such good care of our horses all the time maybe we could have thrown in this could be a controversial opinion we could have tried to get them some sort of like a I don't know chiropractic or just extra Jimmy. extra care Jimmy, for the, the horses budget athletes. it's all about the budget I know I know <laughs> they're athletes too we got to take care no, of I them, completely so. agree <laughs> that's the one thing I would say we did not have as much access to at our disposal but yeah I do think though I do think I mean just our school without having like a vet school per se, like A&M has and Georgia yeah, has. different game. That's a I, think I think it's a little, you know, a little different. And I also, unfortunately, think in South Carolina, the mindset of the horses is a little bit different than in Texas where they're walking down the street with the cars instead of, you know, just being <laughs> dumped around. <laughs> they are, you know, your horse to the store. World. Yeah, but I, <laughs> Texas A&M, we are fortunate to have the vet school and stuff, but horses walking down the street, I don't know. <laughs> I was in Georgia last summer, Atlanta, and I saw a horse tied up to a gas pump or something. I think I sent a snap to Jonna, and that was weird. So Georgia, <laughs> maybe. Texas, no. Mm -hmm. Defend it all you want. No one believes you. <laughs> Um, 
Okay, so thinking about like the transition from college to like unfortunately joining the real world um, and like, you know, I know some of us were able to like show um, as like finishing our youth career as amateurs um, while we were in college, but then kind of being able to horse show again once you graduate, um, what was like this kind of transition like? And I know we have a mixed bag of um, a couple of professionals and then amateurs. Um, and do you feel like because of your college experience, like you maybe care for yourselves differently or think about showing differently um, and kind of talk to us about that kind of transition from um, college to the real world and going back to showing like as an individual? <laughs> Who wants to go first? We've been going like alphabetical pretty much kind of, but Carrie, do you want to go first? I, sure. She's ready. I'm here. Right. Um, so I graduated college and then went to the real world per se for a little while. And I did not show for a couple of years. I, I kind of wanted to, didn't get to, and then now showing as an amateur, I'm an amateur. Um, it is a lot different being back, you know, you go from your youth career to, the team career and then back to being an amateur. I feel like being an amateur is so great. <laughs> it's like so relaxing and it's fun getting to come back and show just for yourself again, you know, there's no, absolutely no pressure. I, of course, we all want to win. We all want to do great, but there's no timeline like we were in the youth of like, I have to do this by the time I'm 19 or I'm not going to do it. And then the same thing for while we were on the team, there's just not necessarily as much pressure. You have your own personal goals, but I, it's, I would say definitely a lot more relaxing being an amateur at this stage in our lives. Um, what about you, Shmini? I know you transitioned to being a professional, professional. Mm -hmm. So um, one thing that I think, one way my riding really improved in college was flat work because, you know, hunt seat, we do flat patterns um, instead of like a flat class where everyone goes together. So <laughs> we spent hours drilling flat work and yeah, maybe the horses weren't the most broke on the flat, but, but you had to get it done anyway. And, and, and that's something I think about all the time. It's I'm flatting horses every day. And I'm like, well, I, my flat work really improved while I was at school. Um, and that's something that I'm thankful for because so much of my junior career was, yeah, flat work was important, but get to the center of the jump. Don't let them drift left, blah, 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 seven strides in and out, blah, blah, blah. So the flat work I'm thankful for. Um, one thing that's a little bit different when we're jumping is you jump small in college. <laughs> you know, because you're donated, they're donated horses and, and maybe they're not, they have a soundness issue or they're just not capable of jumping higher than three foot six, even though most of the time the jumps aren't even three six. So I graduated. And then a couple of weeks later, I jumped a Grand Prix and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> like these jumps are massive. So that's something that was like a little bit of a shock to the system, but it is what it is and the horses do what they can do. So that's just something that you need to, to realize. Um, but one thing that I also am really thankful for um, is I have students now, like I mentioned, who um, want to ride D1 and are going through the process and like I know how to instruct how to ride a flat pattern and I can set up the flat arena for them and I can put them on different horses and I know how to prepare them. So helping me or me helping them achieve their goals of, of going riding D1 has been really satisfying and something that I actually have really enjoyed and something I hope to do more of in the future. So obviously stepping into the, into my professional career, um, having done division one, maybe I wasn't show jumping at the height that I would have liked to have been during college, but I gained a lot of valuable experience, um, to help students achieve that goal as well. So that I'm thankful for. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Just for context, I don't feel like I've ever not done flatting. So 
like, <laughs> it's all flat. Everything's flat. Well, yeah, that's, that's really the most important part of riding, but it's not <laughs> as much fun as jumping. So let's hope. I like, let's hope that it's all, Gino says at Paderborn Farm, we aim to keep all four feet on the ground. So that's always a good uh, thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, SK, what about you? Ms. For me, I think, over there. yeah, I think two things I took away from riding in college. Um, I mean, you only get four minutes to warm up in college and figure out what the horse's tendencies are and how to make it better and make the most of either your pattern or your course or whatever it is that you're doing. And I think that really translates a lot to what I do now. It, you know, whether that be we go and try a million different horses, sale horses, or if I'm having to get on a client's horse or a catch ride, whatever it is, you only have so long to figure out what it is that's underneath of you and how you make it better. Um, so it, it, you figure out how to get in the zone really quickly and just stay a little bit more in tune with your horses. It, I think it made me feel what was underneath of me a whole lot better as a professional. Um, the other thing, going back to the talk about pressure is, again, you, you still are riding yourself and focusing on things that you can do better but as a professional you're having to do it for somebody else you're making somebody else's horse better or you're campaigning a horse that's for sale and that in itself is a lot of pressure because if it goes poorly that's it looks poor for the horse or poor for the owner so you do get a lot of practice with that pressure and how to deal with your nerves or how to put those thoughts behind you and still get the best performance out of the horse. But I think riding in college sets you up to deal with that a little bit quicker um, as a professional. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, I don't know anything about being a professional, so I think <laughs> sounds great. <laughs> um, okay, Jonna, what about you? Talk well, to me. I never, I never really left. Um, I'm an amateur and I just think every experience, every horse, every ride made me better in one way. Maybe it was, I had a horrible ride, lost my point, doesn't matter probably learn something like Sam McKay said you only have so much time and I don't know I, I think it it just helped it just made me a better horseman and it was nothing but a positive thing I don't really have anything else to say other than it probably made me a little horsemanship obsessed uh kind of creates a sickness I would say absolutely as an amateur <laughs> uh I can't stand all the little youth girls coming up and stuff but anyways they do here they come and um but it I mean just horsemanship crazy so I'd like to get back to maybe English equitation crazy yeah maybe can we come jump some big jumps we're you guys can come ride or the little jumps we'll jump the little jumps I was gonna say I'll take the, <laughs> the three six day. jumps looked quite huge to me so. <laughs> <laughs> all right well we have one grand finale question left um kind of bonus round if you could give one piece of advice to freshman you not just any freshman but freshman you headed into college what would it be one piece of advice um to freshman you Carrie, kick us off. Hi. Um, ooh, this is hard. I probably would give myself so many pieces of advice. The one piece of advice I would say is ask for help. I mean, I, I think I went into school, not cocky, but like I thought I was, you know, I went and I showed all over the country. I thought I was super independent and I thought I probably knew more than I, well, no, I didn't think I did know more than I thought, you know, one of those things. And so I think going into college and was a very eye-opening experience of where's my mom. So for sure, <laughs> utilize your team, your coaches, 
ask for help. That would be my one piece of advice. Like if you ever think you need anything, ask for help. Among a lot of other things I would give advice for, that'd be the one. <laughs> well said. I will never forget my breakdown call my mom. Uh, yeah. Like two months into college, like you were right about everything. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, you think you think you just know everything, but I don't, I did not, not at all. Yeah. And I think it was, it, it, it opened my eyes to how much other people had really done for me, you know, to help me be able to, to do things like ride. Um, yeah, so. absolutely. I feel that. Schmitty, what about you? Oh gosh. Um, I would say try to take advantage of everything that the university has to offer and all the perks of being a student athlete. Like maybe you don't feel like going, getting up and setting up the tailgate for the football game because you're tired but like those are the best memories you know like try even though you're you're so busy try to to take advantage of of being a student athlete at at one of these big schools because it is an experience unlike any other I as terrible as it is to to say I can't imagine what it would be like to be a regular student (laughs) you know because our experience is so good so try to really take it like go go to the basketball games go to the swim meets go you know branch out and and experience it all because because it's a really special thing to be to be an athlete at a big school like that so try try to experience it all all said sammy k i think i'd probably tell myself to relax a little bit because I mean I'm pretty type A I get myself so wound up about having to do all the things and study 10,000 hours and just relax and okay you do have to keep up with your academics but I think I would have liked to have enjoyed every moment like Schmitty is saying because there is so much to do and it is the best four years of your life and god I sound like my mom now but I mean, yeah, go to all the games and make memories with your teammates and your classmates and do all of the fun things and just, I don't know, live it up in college for four years. It's, it's a great time and you'll never get the same experience again. So just enjoy it the entire time. Yeah, I think I felt like there was, you know, so much going on and so busy and like there's pressure. But now when I look back, I'm like, oh yeah. my gosh, that was like the most carefree years ever. I know. I look back now and I'm like, what was I so worried about this? I, like, I took a nap every day. Best friends for four years. Yeah. <laughs> no and I like, pressure. I had a time to take a nap every day. I don't have to take a nap every day. Like, we had weekends you could just go to whatever event you wanted it was fantastic and I just didn't realize it at the time yeah I think that is really good advice Jonna what about you um I think you know I'm sure everyone hears it when they're going into their freshman year but I wish I had really listened when somebody had said like it goes by fast and I don't mean that I mean like you said, they're the best days. They're the easiest days. Napping after class before practice, that's <laughs> not hard. Like, that's great. But I also think it goes by fast, you know, in our sport. We're super fortunate to have the teammates, people, and horses. And every once in a while, I'll think about a certain horse or something and feel sad because I probably will never see them again. So I just think you know, think about how attached you get to the horses that you have in your everyday life and the teammates. It's the, it's the same for the teammates. I mean, I haven't seen people that I truly love and care about still think about them, you know, just take, take full advantage of what the team provides for you as far as academics go, but also like the people and the horses and the places you get to go through the school and through the team I mean just I don't I don't I wish I could go back and spend another day in the stall with jazz or see Dunny again or I mean 
they're some of the greatest animals ever. And I know there's a lot of bad ones too, but I, I have a soft place in my heart for them. And some of the people, you know, I probably don't miss them either, but they probably taught me something along the way. And I feel, I feel like I wish I want people to accept others for who they are, accept the horses for who they are. Cause I think in the end, they make you grow as a person. And it's really, you know, that's what it's about. I mean, I know, trust me, the academic side of it's great, but when you come out of college, I sure hope you're a better person, a bigger person, not a lesser human. So, but that's what I would tell myself is to take every moment with the people, with the horses, good or bad, and hold on to them because they're gone fast. As soon as you walk across the stage, it's game over. So unless you're going back to be a coach, it's, that's it. So enjoy, enjoy the ride, literally. Oh man, that's a good, that's a good one. It does go fast and, um, and you can't, it's like everything in life. Like we can't appreciate how truly awesome it is in the moment until it's kind of gone. Um, but it's awesome. All right, Slack, you've got, you skirted out of each question. So last one, you're, you're going to take us home with what would your piece of advice be? Um, I think if I were going to give a funny answer, I would say like break up with your high school boyfriend, but if I were going to give like a, <laughs> did oh, you really, sh- <laughs> no, you really, did not. Should I. really, should I. <laughs> take it from someone who knows <laughs> that was bad. Um, if I were going to give a real answer, I would say like, um, to be like open-minded about who like about all of the people on your team. Like I think you come into this group and really you only know sometimes the girls that like kind of compete in the same event that you do. Um, And I think, you know, you're kind of thrown in with all these other people and I think it makes you good at kind of forming relationships that you're uh, forced into a little bit. And my best friend in the world is somebody that was on the Huntsy team. So I think being like super open-minded about the like girls that you know you come in with um and I think like appreciating these now looking back and I like appreciating the four years that you're in college because it is like this finite piece of time and like while it is sad and like we all wish we could go back and all that stuff like if it were to go on forever it wouldn't be as special as it is so I think like understanding Mm -hmm. um that part of it um was huge but also break up with your high school boyfriend. Most important. You have to answer too. You have to answer too. Oh Captain man. Allie. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think mine would be similar to Sammy K's like, relax. It's going to be okay. Um, don't get so busy trying to make sure that everything's perfect and that And, um, I tended to worry a lot about everybody else, you know, uh, and making sure everybody else was happy and everything else was hundred percent. Okay. And I wouldn't really change that because I loved my role. Um, but I would just tell myself to like, take some of the pressure off myself to feel like I have to be at, do everything like 110%. Like you could study six hours less and you'll still be fine. You know, you're still going to get good grades. Um, you know, you don't have to take that. I, I got so into the athlete mindset that I, that I almost took it up to a level where it was starting to take over my life of, I was super into other aspects of health and fitness. And sometimes I feel like I made decisions based on wanting to get my to-do list done versus really embracing to John's point, how short those four years are. And I'll have the rest of my life to take that long run on the weekends. Um, but I won't have the rest of my life to like lay in bed and giggle with my roommates, um, who are some of, you know, the closest friendships. So I think, um, just relax and really enjoy that time. And, um, because once it's gone, you don't get it back, but if you enjoy it in the moment, um, it will teach you more about yourself, um, than maybe anything else. And I think to John's point, you'll, you'll be guaranteed to leave a better person than you came. So Well, there you have it. Um, I want to thank all of you for joining. Uh, Like I said earlier, this is like one of, uh, when I look at the the screen, it's just like such a strong group of powerful women. I'm grateful to um, have gotten to know each of you 
and um, in many ways through through college equestrian. So um, I just thank you all for taking time out of your busy schedules and um, being on and kind of spreading awareness and, and really championing our sport um, as the sport that it is. So thanks so much. And any parting words, you can share them. Otherwise, we're going to close it out for today. Go Hawks. King of Aggies. I don't I, I <laughs> myself over here. So Carrie is wearing so her Aggie shirt. I will say she's I know. the only one Check in out. college even, here for those that care. Aggie Equestrian. <laughs>Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. We'd love to hear your thoughts, feedback, comments. So send us a message on social media at ProactivityEQFit, and we'll look forward to hearing from you. We'll see you next time.